This is Visceralist Podcast, episode 44, bringing you Game of Thrones, season eight spoilers right up top. You can't skip them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I will save it for the very end. Um, Okay. So, um, so that it's more convenient for our listeners. They can just listen to all this all this goodness we're about to uh, to drop, and then oh, if they yeah. <clears throat> they don't want to hear a potential spoiler for Game of Thrones, they can just they can just press pause, delete, unsubscribe, what, whatever they need to at that point. <laughs> whatever they have to do. Right. Um, Visualist at gmail.com. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Okay. Intro over. Let's get right into trifling in NYC. Um, why don't you start? Okay. I understand you had some sort of delivery issue. I did. It was, um, a couple weeks ago. Um, I actually recently started using um, those online services. I never did it before. Well, like, um, yeah, I was usually, if I did delivery or did pick up, I would just call, you know? Yeah. That is the better but, way. Yeah. So I guess I, I so now I started using this, right? Oh um so I did. And the I mean, I, it, it just makes me feel lazy because the place isn't that far away. Like I could just go there, pick it up, but you know, I guess I'm <laughs> so, <laughs> paying for my So I made the order. Everything's fine. Seamless. Yeah, it was through Seamless. I use Seamless. But aren't aren't Seamless and Grubhub like the same thing? Yeah, I believe so. I want to say Seamless bought Grubhub a while back. Right. So I make my order. You know, you, you get the emails, the text messages, all those alerts. And then um, it tells you when it's, when it's ready, when it's out for delivery. And then the delivery guy, I always, I don't know, do they have your phone number? They have my phone number because my buzzer doesn't work. So that's one of my notes on there. Call right. this number when you're there. Call or text, whatever, and I'll come right. down. Um, so the guy texts me. You, you'll go down to the – Yeah, I'll go down there. Lobby? I'm plus, plus I'm weird about like having people come up to my door. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll, I'll need yeah. all these people to know. Only <laughs> well, intel. Right. Setting <laughs> up on you. No, I see. That's good. Exactly. So, um, he texts me. I'm on. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm. I'm on my way. I'll be there in 20 minutes. All right. right thanks, man. Cool. Um, which means he was on his way to go pick it up, I guess, because it shouldn't take him 20 minutes from that place to get to my place from the restaurant. No way. Oh, I see. All right. So then, then he. I, um, so the you're saying so seamless has third party delivery people that don't necessarily work at the restaurant so it's not like the restaurant's designated delivery person. no it, it is not i mean i think some restaurants i guess it's a mixture right i don't know for sure yeah. i mean the, the reason they say it's better to just call the restaurant is because when you order through seamless seamless gets a cut of of their right bill. so it's not even like like so if they're if you're ordering i don't know like red curry thai red curry chicken with chicken or maybe pork well though you don't want to get the pork or the beef on monday because i'm assuming this is a monday because you uh, <laughs> um tell me more tell me use, more. use the uh well the the 
I think they get a delivery of they get their beef delivery usually on like Friday and or or maybe on Tuesdays. There's like a certain day. I would so say it's Tuesday. Then by the okay. time Monday rolls around, it's all the older older meat that they're trying uh, to get rid of, clear out before uh, their next um, the fresh delivery shipment. for the fresh shipment. That's new. Now that's a New York pro tip. No extra charge. Um, <sighs> So anyway, so say you're getting your Thai curry, Thai red curry with chicken, if it's a Monday, uh, and it's $12 on the menu, they're actually kicking in like 30% of that $12 to Seamless, and then Seamless charges you on top of whatever the, the nominal fee is. Right. So but don't they, don't they have to pay just to be on there? The, does the restaurant have to pay to be on Seamless? I. Yeah, don't they have to pay like a monthly fee or something? I don't know if they have to. I, pro- I mean, they probably do. I know they have to pay a, a premium in order to be placed in the search results in a certain way. Right. Yeah, Seamless. Sounds like a scam. Damn, Seamless is scamming over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty. So anyway, it's generally better for the restaurant to call so they don't have to interact with Seamless at all. And then I think um, and to tip, tip the delivery person in cash, basically. So anyway. That's my rant. Okay. My, huh. Um, All right. Very interesting. All right. Thank my, you. Uh, yeah. Left wing rant for the for the uh, for, for the, the year. day. The year. <laughs> the get, get it out early. Abuse, <laughs> abusive uh, <laughs> enjoyment of capitalism. So, anyway, good. <laughs> Okay, so then um, I get a phone call from that number. I'm like, oh, all right, maybe he's downstairs. That was fast. Great. <clears throat> hey, man, um, there's a problem. I, I got a flat tire. What? I, well, I couldn't understand <laughs> what you were saying. It, it, there was a lot of back and forth. You what? No, I got I got two flat tires. What are you talking about? I got two, <laughs> two flat tires. Uh, Okay, oh, so what's that mean for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get to the stuff with all this bullshit. You know, you're losing your only means of making a living. Um, well, I'm hungry. I was like, "All right, man, cool. Thanks for telling me." Oh, but I, I have, I have your food. I have your food, but I can't deliver it. Yeah, is it, all, is it all right if I start eating it? Because I'm stuck. Can I just have a little bit? <laughs> So we have to cancel. I have to cancel. You have to call and cancel the order. Why do I have to call and cancel? Like we went back. We were going back and forth. Oh Why am I calling to cancel? You're the one that needs to cancel. You call and cancel. Why am I have to call and cancel? It was like, <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I can't make the, I can't make the delivery. And then I didn't ask but in my mind, like, so what are you going to do with my food? You're just going to eat it now? You're just going to eat this? Like, and who, who else's food does he have on there? He's got like a feast for himself. Is he scamming? I started thinking, <laughs> is he scamming now? So, <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, I guess because uh, if you cancel and he gets you get your money back, then yeah, what, what is he going to take it back? He could just take it, I guess. I don't know. Because if he returns the food, they can't really use it. They're not supposed to. Right. So then I had to, so then I called customer service. Then they put me on hold. They agreed. Then they're like, okay, we're going to try to call him to verify this, to make sure that it's true. So then, <laughs> well, so then I lose the connection on that one. So then I had to call back. They put me on hold and did it again. And I was like, can you just call me back this time? She said, no problem. So then she did. They got through to him, confirmed. I got the refund. Plus they gave me a coupon. But my real question is, so what do I do now? Now I have no food. I've been waiting for like 45 minutes. <laughs> I'm hungry. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a dilemma. So I just ordered it again. I just made the same. You ordered order. the same thing used to, from the same place. I just ordered again. Used the coupon. Yeah. <laughs> you used the coupon. Used the coupon. Oh, that's pretty good. good. Used it right away, and it came with no problems the second time. But uh, now, did the second, so, yeah. second time was it? Did that person also text you and call, or they just showed up? Yeah, they do that. They do. Like I've been, I I don't have a lot of experience with it, but um, in my experience, they will text me to say I'm I'm on my way, like be there in 15 minutes or be there in 10 minutes, whatever. Right. Is that what they do for you? Um, uh, no. I mean, I don't I don't order delivery very often. It's it's pretty rare. Um. So I I mean I would imagine a lot of the this texting and phone calls is because you put in that note where they have to interact with you at some point. I think so too, yeah. Um my buzzer works just fine. Um it's even made okay. too loud. It's a little loud so I can can be in my bedroom and I'm listening to all kinds of hip hop rapidy rap music and I'll still hear it, you know, <laughs> go there and buzz them and see And I I'll be goddamned if I have to go downstairs to meet them in the in the lobby. They come that's what I'm paying for. You coming up the stairs, and you know my stairs are fucking brutal. That's a lot of stairs. <laughs> um, but I I do usually tip pretty well. So okay, all um, right. Well, as it happens, uh, my trifling also involves um, similar uh, online ordering systems. So, as you know, I have a, a certain uh, predilection for. A restaurant called Mission Chinese Food. Mm-hmm. It's, um, my opinion, the best restaurant in New York. Highly recommend. Um, they, I used to order takeout from them at their older location. I've probably told many stories about Mission on this podcast. So anyway, I'll cut to the the the, the, the shit. So anyway, they have um, over the past year or two, they've been experimenting with various delivery. And online ordering systems generally, like they, they was relatively new. They don't, they didn't have it when they opened this new location initially, but they got it. And I think the first one was with Caviar, um, which I think their angle is they, they partner with restaurants that don't typically order takeout or or offer takeout. Um, That's but, the service called Caviar. Yeah. Okay. Um, but so, for instance, there's a place called Ivan Ramen in, my, in the Lower East Side, and it's great, great ramen place. But they don't really do takeout. Um, but I think they, through Caviar, Caviar offers them some kind of premium or, or something that they you can get delivery through Caviar and like only Caviar. So Mission had a relationship with them initially, and then Mission got like their own sort of i guess it wasn't their own thing but it was um it was a less well-known delivery thing called called uh chow now chow um, now yeah so anyway it was uh it was sunday afternoon recently and i was craving submissions so i went to their website and or i may have just googled mission delivery and there's like one of the links that came up and it was through the chownow.com and i ordered it and and i got i got it was really weird because they were like 
you get one email confirming your order and then they're like, we'll send you another email when the order has been placed. And I'm like, well, that's now, now you're just crowding up my email inbox. Why, why all those emails? Why two emails? Well, just, just give me one email that says the order has been placed. Like, so thinking nothing of it, um, I, it's the mission's about a, a 15, I, I, I ordered a takeout. I should say that not delivery. Cause I, I get way too impatient. I need I need to know exactly when I'm getting my food, so it's better for me to just walk over there. Uh, it's like a 10 minute walk, and so I ordered tape pickup. So I'm like, all right, I timed it out. I I gave him like eh, 30 minutes to get to get it ready. So I start walking Wait over there. Okay. I I get there. I'm like, hello, hello. My name is Visceralist. I I ordered um ordered through uh the app and they look in their system they're like no we don't have anything so then mm. you know of course i mm. go from zero to i just burn the place the whole place down yep. <laughs> immediately so i'm like what are you what are you doing what's this and she's like what what app did you order it through it's like you're chow now you know and she's like no <laughs> no we don't she's like we don't do chow now and then I'm like, what? I well, I ordered it, and then I I actually literally checked checked the order in my email. Now I, at this, I should note I I hadn't gotten the second email at this point. Um, and I was like, okay, it must just be a glitch or something. There's no way uh, that my food's not going to be ready. Like that's the main thing. So I show them the order. I I even check my bank account just to make sure. Like, did they like did they even charge me? And they had they. Sort of, sort of mm, the money, so I'm like, oh, oh, I'm getting something here. So they're like, so she, she with the host when got a manager. The manager's like, let me see the email, and she's like, oh yeah, we we used to use Chow now, but we don't anymore. Now we only use Grubhub and Caviar. And I'm like, what? 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 Well, this they they took my money i mean chow now seems to think that that you guys do business together i don't know if it's like you haven't told them it's like a relationship where only one party knows that there's a breakup going on the other part <laughs> thinks they're still together and they're making plans to, to get, like take trips to miami and stuff like oh this is good this is so, so good so okay. i'm like well look at here now I paid somebody some money and so anyway they're like well look if you if you want just tell us your order we'll make it really quick um and, and i'm like okay but which money are you using are you using the money that no you got to pay again they're like oh well no we don't we're, we're not getting like we don't do anything with chow now so we're you know that basically like that's your problem and uh, of course at this point i'm craving the mission so much i'm like all right fine i'll work it out with chow now <laughs> need my food so i so they charge yeah so i got charged and it wasn't until like so say this was like 2 p.m or something it wasn't until like 10 p.m that i got another email from chow now saying we weren't able to place the order we were funding you <laughs> so i mean i'm like uh, i mean all right i guess uh, i mean i was and this was a Sunday. I was like, I don't even want to deal with trying to get a refund from these guys today. I'll save it till Monday. So that's that's why, I, you know. But in any case, so anyway, I uh, I learned my lesson from that, and I subsequently 
probably the very next Sunday afternoon. And actually, we're recording on a Sunday now. I may even order from Mission Chinese today. But anyway, I I did another order, but I did it through Grubhub. Okay, all right. To work this time the way I was supposed to. I got I got the confirmation email and then text. Uh, I think I got a text from Grubhub saying. You're right, you get all that stuff like, oh, yeah. it's getting prepared. It's on its yes, way, exactly. blah, 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 blah. Which I felt more comfortable about. And then I get there. So is um, Mission Chinese still on Caviar? They are. Now, here's the, here's the frustrating part. Here's the frustrating part. They, they change their menu up. Um, so if you go to the Mission Chinese official website, they have their menu but they change stuff in, like they slot stuff in never like pretty often, like new stuff. Like they have now a um their sort of take on like um like street cart meat, like halal street cart oh, meat. Oh, okay. Like the lamb over rice thing. So they have like a like a, a like spicy lamb with, with like halal white sauce on it that I tried. It's super spicy, it was really good. <laughs> but because that's a new now I feel... what's that? Not that. I know how you feel about that. Yeah, and the white, the white sauce. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but because it's so new, like Grubhub doesn't update their menu as frequently, or I don't know if there's what the process. You is. know what the communication is to right? send something. But sometimes you know places have different. Not everything's available for takeout or delivery. Right. Yeah. The, and that may be the case here. Um, but anyway, that's just a minor frustration. But, you know, they have my main two favorite dishes, the mapo tofu and the rice-cooked bacon uh, on Grubhub. So in any way, in this case, it wasn't that bad. I got there. I, I think they said it was going to be ready in 45 minutes. I got there at 45 minutes. Of course, it wasn't ready. And I had to, like, talk again to, like, two different people. And they're like, oh, it's going to be another 20 minutes. And I'm like, jeez. Oh, um <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know it's worth it. The food, is, the food definitely uh, you know as frustrated as I get in the in the oh, waiting when, when I take that first bite, it's it's all it makes it all worthwhile. Right, all those other memories are just deleted. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right into the recycle bin. And then the recycle bin. Uh, oh, now, secondly, this, like, this is making me hungry, man. This is like, this, <laughs> all this, all this delivery talk. <laughs> Maybe I should make an order right now. <laughs> you might as well. Like, yeah. And actually, I'm. I had I had half a sub a sub sandwich right before this, and all this mission Chinese talk. I'm almost certainly going to order some after. Um, <laughs> but anyway, you um. This is a good segue into uh, our junk food segment, which we roll out every now and then. Now you, now we've we've spoken before about the this apocryphal stories about um, this thing that Popeyes offers called Cajun Sparkle. Yes, a, a seasoning combination that comes in a packet, but it's not on their menu, and you sort of have to ask for it, and the employee sort of has to be in the know. So. You sent me, you texted me a photo of what you purported to be some Cajun sparkle that you had obtained recently. So uh, I would definitely pique my curiosity if you could describe 
scrub the whole broth list. So I came go in there. That Popeyes, I think I'm starting to see the same woman, and I don't know if I if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Like the same woman working behind the right. counter, and like I think we recognize each other. <laughs> she's like, oh, she's like, I I come creeping in there, like late night. It's always between twelve and one. Looking <laughs> over your shoulder, usually drunk. <laughs> I was like, oh, I recognize I mean, it. So I've been using best, been using your technique of the no drink because the last time I told you this throughout the drink, I got so irritated because it tasted right. disgusting. Right. So sure. now I say no drink, and she's like, so what do you want? You want another side, or I can give you more chicken? So she's just, you know she's giving me stuff because I don't want to drink. She doesn't take off the price. She just gives me more well, no, of the, whatever the, I want. This is the whole point. It's like they, they're charging you for the drink. You can get it without char- the drink charge. The, the point is to avoid the, the charge for the drink, not to get extra food. Well, I, I take I use it to get extra food now because they right. just charge me the same price, but no drink, but more food. All right. I mean, I guess if you, you don't like that food. deal, you don't like that deal. I mean, I guess if you order a two piece and you're essentially getting a three piece that that works out right um so then she starts talking about sauces right what right. sauce do you want she goes down the list i'm like well give me just one of everything i take one of those one of those and i felt like you i was yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> wow, you me. i had so much sauce and then i looked up and i saw it it was right there it what was in a, it, it was in a tub it was in a, it was in a bin right behind her behind oh it was just in a plastic bin all these you packets could see over the bin. You yeah. saw the packets behind her. I said, "What's oh. that?" <laughs> I Wait said, a minute. <laughs> it comes in a white packet. You know, fuck. I'm having like a fucking usual suspects moment. I've seen these bins and I've seen the white packets. I always assume those yeah. are wet naps. Right, because that's exactly what it looks like. You can't tell. I said, "What's that in there?" I said, <laughs> Is that Cajun? Is that Cajun sparkle? <laughs> she goes, yes, give me some of that. Oh, man. She gave me like one or two. I said, I need more than that. I, <laughs> I had my Cajun sparkle packets. I had oh, one of them sauce. I had so much extra chicken. Like, I left out of there so excited. Party. So, so, what is, so what is it? So what is it? So what is it? Oh, Break man. it down. What do you think it is? Well, I looked at the ingredients right before the call, right before we started. But um, okay. I mean, it's pretty salty. It's salty. Okay. It's got black pepper. I taste like some paprika. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Good. It is a little spark. Like mm. this probably has like the daily dosage of sodium, like just in this little packet. But <laughs> yeah, you know, fuck it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> this chicken is already pretty salty to begin with, right? So I just dumped it on there. It was good. I would, I would recommend it. Yeah. I got some for you. I got three extra packets. Yeah, yeah. Make sure next time we hang out that you got that on. <laughs> okay, but here's the problem, right? So I don't know if this was because of the sparkle or because of something else. Um, you got a heart attack because I've had this. <laughs> I've had the right. So then I had to go to the emergency room. Okay. I was being 100 miles an hour. No. Um, so then I finished eating. I fell asleep on the couch nice. <laughs> with the TV on after finished eating. <laughs> and I wake up. I'm like, oh, oh this is terrible. I got to go to the bed. Let me go to the bathroom. And I said, man, my face feels weird. So I go to the bathroom. <laughs> I look. 
my face is all red. I got like all these red splotches. My what? ears are bright red. There's red splotches all over my face. I thought like, <laughs> I yelled. I was like, <gasps> I, like gasps. I washed my face. I said, man, if it looks fucked up like this in the morning, I am going to go to like urgent oh, care, the emergency geez. room. Yeah. But I went to sleep. I woke up. Well, I don't know. Something else. You woke up what? Fine. Perfectly fine. Okay. So you were fine. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I was good. Okay. So this has happened to me like... one other time in my life. Okay. One, once or twice when I've had gin before. Like, yeah. because gin doesn't have like just like a standard recipe i guess you know like everyone can put their own twist on the botanicals and whatnot on the botanicals. so that happened yeah so it happened one other time when i was drinking gin but okay. i only last night i had like a sip of somebody's gin martini and that was it and it wouldn't and that was like hours and hours before this happened right. so i don't think it was the gin but that's the only thing it's either the gin or the sparkle i mean i, <laughs> I do think like having all that salt in one big like salt <laughs> I, i'd probably put it as that is being like, i'm putting like, it on the sparkle my body was like don't ever do this this is a warning to you right now <laughs> look in the mirror look see what happens <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, this, this is your this is your brain on drugs this is your face, <laughs> this is your face on sparkle Exactly. I mean, I guess the good thing is you didn't you didn't do it at like lunch at, on a work day. Oh my gosh, I would have been freaking out. <laughs> what would you do? You like have to get like a scarf or something, kind of wrap your head up like Dark Man. No, Dark Man. That's a good reference. I, like, I put on that fedora. I found a fedora. <laughs> home i would be like uh i got an emergency i'm really sick i need to leave yeah i, just, I mean i guess no. you got they'll just yeah they'll just, i mean you'd have to show like your boss your face i guess at least <laughs> just sort of like unwrap the scarf a little bit <laughs> reveal reveal my hideous face <laughs> yeah that's rough okay i mean uh, i I will say I still I even despite the story you just told I I definitely still want to try it. Okay, I got three packets for you. All right. Okay, we'll keep send, those. Don't eat, don't away. eat them. Don't eat them. I won't. Um, and I also wanted to tell the listeners that next time there'll be a special review, Carl's Jr. Oh. There is an upstairs. I saw the stairs. There are stairs. You're oh, correct. Nice. Upstairs nice. seating area. Right. So now I feel more comfortable going. <laughs> yeah, so you know, just sit out on the sidewalk and eat. eat this. this is so bizarre. Yes. Um, okay, so let's segue um, into the, I guess, movie segment. We both. Uh, so Netflix has been Netflix has been dropping movies like Netflix original movies like crazy lately. It seems like every couple of days there's a new movie out that we had famously. There was the Cloverfield Paradox, um, which they dropped like a surprise album uh, the day of the Super Bowl. Right. Um, that, was, that was yeah, that was pretty good. I didn't. I yeah, I was confused when I saw that. It was like it'll be out tomorrow. It's out tomorrow, yeah. or did it come out later that night? It was that whatever same it night. was. It was and I think came out of nowhere. 
we talked in a in an earlier episode, probably pretty early on, about how much money Netflix was investing in original content, and I guess that was probably right. you know, the early days of our podcast. So I guess now they're reaping the reward. I don't know what the metaphor is there, but like all that money they were throwing around a year ago is finally they're pumping out the the new product um restoring it restoring that feeling um so they did uh put out a movie um recently called the ritual uh sort of a horror thriller um movie about four friends for uh english friends who go to a hiking trip uh, in sweden uh in the woods and woods in sweden uh and they basically so i guess we we can do like we'll do i guess listeners we'll, we're going to be doing a full full spoiler review of the ritual i suppose um i suppose we should because like it's it's only the ending that's the really interesting part so so be warned um yeah there's not i mean <clears throat> i don't think there were really any surprises it's not that there's not a, like a whole lot to spoil really yeah, because I don't that, think so. Well, so basically, it's the, just the basic outline of the plot is they go to the woods. They one of them breaks like or injures his ankle. So so they've been out hiking all day, and they're about to head back to their resort or lodge or whatever. And one of them trips and and hurts his ankle, and so they try to take a shortcut because the the official path back is like a. I mean, like a 12 hour trip and they they think they can cut that down to five hours using the shortcut but the shortcut goes directly through the woods um some they find some random cabin with a bunch of like a, a scary sort of like uh effigy figure in it and then the scary shit starts happening um there's a bunch of weird shit that, that happened like there's some very definite blair witch um we'll say homages i guess like that they that i mean they definitely come straight from the blair witch like little symbols being carved into the trees um just general generally spooky shit uh and spoiler for the ending they're eventually it it turns out they're being stalked by a (laughs) a norse god monster thing that takes the form of like a basically a huge deer a huge buck deer like imagine a big full-size male deer with horns but then triple the size and then add human arms that are basically coming out of its neck yeah that was also, odd. also like another face like sort of like a, like a shadowy face coming out of like its chin <laughs> it was that was one of the fucking scariest monsters and the way they revealed it like i was like kudos like that is like you feel like you've basically seen all, all kinds of monsters like this was and it was supposed to be like a like i think they explained very briefly that it was like like the child of like a god a norse god and it was, it was loki yeah was it like loki one of Loki's <clears throat> bastard yeah. children or something yeah that's what she said so and also there's like a cult of fucking swedish weirdos who basically have to make give sacrifices to this god and so they capture they 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 kill 
a few of the guys initially, and then they capture two of them, and then they sat, try to sacrifice them, and then one of them goes with John McClane Rambo on them and uh, manages to kill all of them. Or no. What does he do? I don't think he did kill all of them. He set fire to one of the houses in their camp. He, yeah, he shot the one guy. Shot and the then guy. He punched so out like, the old, he punched yeah. out the old woman. <laughs> who looked like Rachel Dratch. Burned, burned down their, their house and ran away. Yeah, and then the, the monster starts chasing him. He manages to hit the monster in the head with an axe, and then he gets to some sort of like tree line that the monster can't pass, and then and then he escapes. But like the, th- the thing, <laughs> the thing about him escaping is like he's all out of sorts. I think his leg is injured. He clearly has like miles to travel. Although, am I mistaken, or was there? Was, did we see a car driving down the road in the distance? I didn't see anything at the end. I just like faded to black after he did his little yell and then he turned around then it was over i didn't see a car but maybe there was yeah well what were your thoughts on it generally um i was a little let down by the ending to be honest why i, I don't know i wanted more better monster more backstory from the no the monster was good i think i was expecting more from the cult people like i, I didn't get it like their whole thing like what are they getting out of that nothing just be scared in the woods live like (laughs) (laughs) like, live like some wood wood dwelling hermit like for what yeah i think they get like prolonged life but look at look at the life you're living like the life sucked like (laughs) (laughs) you saw how dirty they were (laughs) i knew i knew you were gonna get that the level of dirt and grime now so yeah the the one benefit they got was essentially immortality as long as they kept making sacrifices to the god they they were able to live so i guess that old woman was like a couple hundred years old or 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 was it the young there was a younger looking woman who i guess had also been there for a really long time yeah. but i guess you just stop aging at whatever point you get to the camp as but long you had as you, to, you had to have the mark so you had to be marked oh that's right you had to be marked at some point right without which, the mark you were just a sacrifice they were going to kill you correct and the mark basically involved the the monster at some point stabbing you through the chest with its hand with the the claw the claws on its neck arm which <laughs> that's just yeah so um yeah but yeah the they don't recruit i mean they don't have the internet so for me right off the bat <laughs> right. terrible I mean, hey, how, yeah. how am i doing <clears throat> podcasts right how are you yeah and like they're in their whole life revolves around like what are they like okay you have these big events where the monster shows up and you have to offer a sacrifice sacrifice and bow down but then what do you do like the rest of your day right that that's what i don't understand they didn't even look happy <laughs> oh definitely not they just looked scared the whole time and you could you couldn't even be sure because even the monster just got mad and decided to kill that woman even though she was one of the worshipers like yeah that was <laughs> we're never 100 percent safe that was a glaring, <laughs> like um exception to this rule this rule book they had set up which is like 
the monster just kills them anyway because he's right. pissed off. <laughs> he just got mad. Decided to kill him. So I don't know. Bef- before all that, before the people came in, it was I thought it was really good, like very tense. Yeah. And um, the music was great, like spot on. The music made it even scarier, like when things mm-hmm. would happen and the like jump of music would happen as well. Um, like everything before they met up with the people, I thought was really, like really well done. Super scary, suspenseful. Like I. It was. I just like really enjoyed that part. And I was scared. I was texting you. I had to stop. I stopped it <laughs> twice. <laughs> yeah. I think I started watching it Thursday night, and then I said, "No, I no way, no." So then I had to stop it, and then I went back and finished it Friday night. But it wasn't a scary Friday night because I because then I read the spoilers. I read the summary, and once I realized, once I found out that it was um, just monster violence and not people people on right. people violence then i was like oh okay because i thought they were gonna go there and then he, they were gonna, who knows what these people are gonna do but they didn't you know the people didn't do anything so it's fine yeah it definitely I, I i i agree with your assessment that like yeah the first half of the movie is just sort of like tense like four guys kind of kind of lost in the woods they find a random cabin um, but then they start kind of like hallucinating and there's all kinds of weird stuff going on that they don't really like the, the audience doesn't really know what's going on. They don't know what's going on. And then they have to go deeper into the woods. And yeah, there's that sort of like growing sense of um, claustrophobia. Um, and they start turning on each other as well. Like they get angry. Like like that guy with the glasses was like, he was really annoying. And like, even though he was the guy whose ankle or knee was all fucked up. And so he sort of has an excuse for being a dick like <laughs> yeah he he was annoying um i i think we saw everyone's nightmare except for the one guy right the first guy to die yeah when they have hallucinations so they all have hallucinations their first night in the cabin and that guy it does show i think it shows yeah it shows a few of their hallucinations but that guy, he just wakes up and he's wet himself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I like, and I do like this sort of like, I, I tend to like movie plots that are sort of restricted in that way where it's just like a few characters in basically one setting and there's like a mis- basically a mystery they have to figure out. Like I'm really drawn to that style of movie uh, plot. Okay. But then, yeah, like, I, I, I like that too. There's, yeah, there's a turn basically halfway in when you finally figure out, oh, it's this cult of weirdo, like disheveled weirdos who probably smell <laughs> awful. Oh, that's for sure. They would definitely stink. Yeah. And then uh, a fucking deer god monster. Excuse me. That's right. Yeah, I... um. I don't know. I would recommend it. It was it was good. Um, I think all the actors were really good. Um, yeah, those. Yeah, o- over, overall, I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, nobody I recognized at all. Um, yeah, that one, that one woman, the older woman who in the cult, who like she looked a lot like Rachel Dratch. Like hmm. Okay, I see that. I can see that. 
like she could have i could totally see them just applying a lot of makeup to rachel drach and that being her like i wouldn't um but uh any case we don't have to talk about rachel drach all day it was it was sort of predictable though because I, I remember watching the preview and like you you know that that's the guy that's gonna survive either like he's gonna get every he's gonna he's gonna be the lone survivor or he's gonna save the whole group but you know it's gonna come back to that guy the guy who did survive right. like you know yeah. but but it was well done I, I mean i don't know what he's gonna do now he was out there barefoot no no supply <laughs> Like. Yeah, he's got a rough road ahead of him because, like, even though basically, like, so basically that was the the shortcut, like, just basically going through the woods. He got to a clearing. I'm pretty sure there was at least a road that he could see in the distance. So if there's a road, yeah, you, you go just go to the road. I guess you just pick one direction to go in that you think is going to be the shortest route to something, like <clears throat> the building and people. <laughs> Right, if he if he's somehow able to like orient himself and head in, because that was their one they were registered, and so, and they knew what time there was, like there was a certain hours number of hours after that. Time oh yeah, for them. Certain, yeah, there's a certain number of hours after which the because um, they had checked in with the people at the lodge and so i guess there's a if they if they don't come back and check back in at the lodge they send out a, sur- a search party which is good right that's good policy i mean that's for the lodge i guess i don't know if it's the swedish law or something but um how fun how funny would it be if like he gets to the road car is a car a car pulls up picks him up um, he's like, oh, thank you, thank God, thank God you came, and they drive him right back to the to the to the cult camp. <laughs> drive into the woods. <laughs> he's like, he passes, he goes to sleep, he wakes up, he's like, oh, this is a pretty dense, dense forest uh, for the highway, <laughs> and and the driver just looks back at him, grins, looks back at the road, is like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking like moose monster like shows up moose monster you know what else was kind of kind of whack about like how did he even get away he didn't do anything like the, the thing pushed him was pushing yeah. him, i guess because it like really wanted him to worship to worship him yeah and that it was didn't a, want to kill him so that like, was yeah that part was really weird because it was like i guess he had the the, the deer monster got mad at all of the original cult people so he basically just killed all of them and then he was like i guess he figured oh shit now who's gonna worship me and so he right. it was really disturbing because like yeah he was like he sort of th- caught the dude threw him to the ground and then sort of like using its weird neck arm kind of just forced him down on the ground in sort of like a, a bowing posture and i guess expected him to sort of like i don't know chant some incantation or something but what the guy random i guess randomly there was an axe nearby i don't know i guess he brought it from the camp and he just hit the monster in the head with the axe and then screamed (laughs) screamed at him and and then ran away and And that that was it 
got to the edge of the forest and it's like woof there we go good yeah good thing you can't leave the forest <laughs> yeah i mean again the rules of this like Nor- norse god monster rules are seem pretty like because it would be funny if like he gets to the to the clearing and then the monster like stops right at the edge of the uh the forest where the forest ends and he and the guy's like oh shit that's oh it can't get can't go past the tree line and then he like yells at it and he's i don't know moons it or something and then the and then he just runs after him anyway it turns out he can go past it <laughs> just like just like <laughs> gores him to death oh, I, mean, I mean if that's all you got to do right so why were those people i guess they really love that monster because they could have just walked out of the forest right he's not watching yeah, them all the time to, he didn't, right yeah, the, the monster isn't isn't there all the time like he just kind of shows up at certain time it doesn't seem like he's there during the day at all right um, and yeah like he the based on the dis the amount of distance that this guy when he once he was able to escape the camp uh and sort of run into the woods and then he was chased for a little while but then he was in the clearing pretty quickly so he was yeah yeah it seems like any of them you know they could do the okay well yeah if i'm if i'm trapped by this call i'll, I'll pretend to worship them but then as soon as they're not looking, just run into the woods. Like you're really close. <laughs> and also, oh, nah. people are all like old and like a lot of the cult people are like just really disheveled and like just kind of just looking <laughs> generally fucked up. So like, if you're really at all spry, like would you like that's? I mean, I that's what I would do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what were they eating? They, they didn't look like they didn't have they have food like. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, those cult people were all messed up. Yeah, it's not an attractive cult. Mm-hmm. At all. No charismatic leader. Like at least they have like a charismatic leader. <laughs> they didn't. Just, they just like, had fear, fear of the monster. Look like they had like rickets and like I don't, I don't know what kind of like the, everyone spoke like a different language. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's a good segue to our um, our new growing in popularity segment. They had that been me segment in which we discuss what we would have done in certain situations from TV and film. Um, we've been uh, we've been doing with the past few times we do this. There's been a theme. Uh, what did we do last time? It was that oh Martin. That was we, yeah. We did scenes from Martin episodes. We've done Seinfeld, Curb Your Enthusiasm. This week we're doing kung fu fighting scenes uh, from movies. I I spend probably way too much time just when when I'm bored um, at home, just like pulling up, going down YouTube rabbit holes of just like cool fight scenes from various movies. Um. They've gotten a lot better, certainly, than they were when you and I were teenagers. Oh yeah, basically, sure. just like have if if Jean Claude if if Jean Claude Van Damme like does like a jumping roundhouse kick like that, that was the most mind blowing thing <laughs> <laughs> you could imagine. Jean Claude, he had some he had some good moves. He did. I mean, I I'm still a fan of the movie Bloodsport. Oh, great um, movie, yeah. But uh, you know, I, I'd say I, 
I'd say, I mean, the thing is, there was a lot of movies being made in, in China and Hong Kong in the 90s that where that's where the the fight choreography was, they were really spending a lot of time and, and energy and like really thinking about how to shoot um, fight, like cool kung fu fight scenes that, that look just fucking beautiful. And right. I'd say my favorite from that era is probably um, the uh, Legend of Junk, Drunken Master uh, with Jackie Chan. Uh, have you seen that one? No, I have not. Oh, you should look up the after this. We we won't do it for this one, but um, you should look up um like the final battle from Drunken Master. Okay, I'll check that out. I think that that was also like the same era when like Chow Young Fat was becoming the big star, right? With like right with all Him that stuff. And Jet Li. Yeah. Um, but then of course the first big u.s movie to 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 engage with this sort of fight choreography was i i believe i'm right in saying that the matrix um um i think i think so because that was like what was it 98 99 yeah 99 yeah and the the wachowskis actually were i mean they obviously have varied interest in a lot of different types of um styles and genres and stuff so they were aware of all the the kung fu cool shit that was going on in Hong Kong, and they hired the fight choreographer who was doing a lot of a lot of the like Jet Li and <clears throat> maybe Jackie Chan movies from from that, and so to do fight choreography. So the the training process was really intense. There's like I've also recently gotten into like YouTube has a lot. If you just put in like a movie and then behind the scenes, like they have like a lot of the stuff that I guess will usually appear as DVD bonus features, just making of. So I've watched like the making of Jaws, like the making of the Godfather movies and the making of the matrix is really interesting. Hmm. Okay. If you're into that kind of thing, but anyway, um, so let's get to what we do with the segment is we go to very specific points and we discuss what we would have done. Um, so since we're talking about the matrix, um, I sent over a bunch, a few different clips. Were you able to watch them? Oh yeah, I watched. I watched all of them. Great. So the one I chose is actually from The Matrix Reloaded, um, and it's the scene where Neo is in the chateau, the Merovingian chateau, and um, there are a few set pieces in in all I guess all the Matrix movies where it's like it's just Neo. And there's a bunch of random dudes, and there's a battle about to go down, and then the battle goes down. <laughs> yes. And Neo, Neo usually wins. So, and this one starts with them. They all have a bunch of guns, a bunch of machine guns. They all take a bunch of shots at him, and then he's able to, because as we all know, he's the one. And so he, mm -hmm. in the Matrix, he has basically superpowers so he's able to freeze all of the machine gun bullets in midair right before they hit him and then they just drop to the ground and then the guys are like okay i guess we have to take him hand to hand now i have two problems with this <laughs> okay go first of all if you can just freeze the bullets in midair and drop them to the ground as the one what like why are you fighting at all why are, just like just like make the like rip the guy's brains out of their head with your telekinesis powers and then that's it you won um 
You have to go through all the like. I, I agree. Like <laughs> all the huffing and puffing. Like on on both sides. If I do that, then why does he even need to go hand to hand? And then if I'm on the other side and I see him do that, I'm like mm, I don't think I'm beating. He's stopping bullets. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. This? If that had been you, you were one of the goons. Are you going in there to fight? <laughs> I mean, I guess because I think, I mean, you think you're good, but uh, <laughs> are you really doing anything against this guy? I think you're good. You just saw him stop bullets with, like, his mind powers. No. <laughs> he just literally stopped the bullets in the air. And you're like, hmm, no, I can take him. He's like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> okay, we doing this? And you start taking off your jacket. Like, no. Rolling up your sleeves like Quavo. <laughs> the awards. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I mean, they do have, like, clearly these guys know Kung Fu pretty well. And obviously Neo does, but... Right, and then they got excited because somebody somebody hit him or did something, and the guy's like, see? He's just a man, or something. Yeah, they hit him, they swing a sword, one of the guys swings a sword at him, he stops, Neo stops it with his hand by just, like... But again, like, (laughs) if you're using your hand, just your hand the side of your hand to block a huge ass sword that's being swung at your head and you successful and yes you get cut and it bleeds a little bit like again like oh that that puts the battery in their back like oh okay oh we got this like he still has his hand like his hand should be gone his hand his whole neck his whole life should be all off course at that point he just stopped just stopped your sword attack with his hand yeah again like how does that pump them up? If that's me, I mean, I mean, the thing is, I'd be like, okay, so I'm a goon. My boss is like right over there. So if he sees me kind of just like hang back and like let the, like, I, I guess what I'd try to do is kind of hang back, let the other guys go, <laughs> go in for the fight with Neo hand to hand. And I'd, I'd kind of be like, I guess I would kind of be like taking my jacket off, kind of like getting like tying like your ready. shoes, tying, like untying my shoes, tying them back up tighter. Oh, like, no, yeah. my main thing is kicking. So I got to make sure my shoes are on good. <laughs> oh yeah, no way, no way. That um, the bullets would have been my first no way, and then when I <laughs> when I saw the next one. The the hand stopping the the sword yeah. attack and like all right man like no like what am I really gonna do to this guy what happens if I hit him with my body is my body gonna break like <laughs> yeah I'm thinking like if okay if I punch this guy in the face and my hand just like like and then I like first of all nothing happens to him and my my hand comes back to me and like all my skin has fallen off and it's just <laughs> the skeletal remains of my fingers <laughs> probably i probably faint at that point uh, yeah i i would i would not have engaged but i guess you know that's what they're there for they're, I they're think, yeah it's his the, goon squad you know the fear there is like if your boss sees you running off i mean that's going to be trouble you're not going to get a lot of work as a good mm. as a goon after that, people know you're just gonna run off when, when the guns. Yeah, you know, that's true. You can probably gonna have to find a different line of work. But you could also, it's like, look, man, he was the one. Come on, like, what would you guys do? I could take 
this regular guy, but Neo. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys. I'll I'll go like Morpheus. I, I'll try. Like I Morpheus is pretty badass, but let me give me. Let's wait till Morpheus shows up. Or I'd be like, who? Are, like and, and the car on the way over. I'd be like, so who? Who is it? We're going to fight. <laughs> Neo. It's like wait a second. Wait a minute. Where do I know that? Where do I know Neo? Wait a minute. Isn't he the guy who destroyed all the agents? Those, weren't those the best agents they had? Didn't that happen recently? Like, mm, yeah. Be like, oh. All, all that would be going through my mind. I got to go to the bathroom. Can you pull over? Or just run. <laughs> run into the woods. Like, oh, uh, I, I, th- I think I left my oven on. I, I, I got to go, guys. <laughs> Ooh, my stomach, my stomach hurts bad. Oh, I gotta go. Oh man. Um, yeah. yeah, but I don't. That's it's just unnecessary violence. I mean, a very cool fight scene. Yeah. I would, the answer is no to me. I, okay. If I was him, yeah. That's a no, no. Let's move on to. Um, I don't know if this is pronounced Ip Man or Ip Man. Oh, you know, I think actually. You think what? I've heard it both. I don't know what the proper one is. I think I I think of it as it because it's just I I don't know if it's this guy's name. If it's his name, it's his name. Okay, then it should be Ip Man. But I think I heard a rap. I think I heard in a rap song like some lyric that was that that called it IP Man, like a like a beach ass like IP Man or something like that. Mm, so rap lyrics all your that's your fact checking that's that's where you go that's your source of facts now you're like i'll get back to you on this let i gotta listen to this album to see okay yeah let me let me go back to illmatic you know get back to oh that, that would never happen uh but, but anyway uh so let's call him it man so there's a scene so this one stars uh, Donnie Yen. Um, there's a scene where I'm not going to get into the whole backstory of the movie because it is kind of involved. But basically, he's in a dojo. He had there's I think ten ten to twenty guys goons uh, who are like this is sort of like a I don't know what the the premise is, but basically he has to fight off like twenty guys who all come at him at once. I think he was fighting for the rights, if I remember, because I did. I have actually seen the movie. I think that one, that was part of it, because like they needed the food, and he was like, "Oh, if you beat these guys, you get this much rice and that much." But, right. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen it. It was a long time ago, um, but that sounds right. So, so he's got to fight them all off, and of course, like he he handles them like, like like buyout yo there were a couple moves what i did not remember like i don't know this one stuck in my mind where it just looked like he took that guy's leg and bent it the complete opposite way <laughs> yeah he basically <laughs> grabbed the guy tries to kick him he snatches up the leg and he he slams it to the ground in a way that like when it hits the ground his knee back bends the totally wrong way yes. yeah I cringed at that. Like, <gasps> gasped and cringed. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Don't do him. Don't right. Do him. Yeah. I like that part, and then also, um, 
when he he has this move i think he does it to a couple of guys where he's got the guy on the ground and he just like pummels his face that's too many face. it was too many punches like it looks like somebody put his shit in fast forward it was like yeah. 100 punches he hits him in like rapid succession with about 30 punches all to the same part of the face it's like god <laughs> damn yeah uh, so my thing with, with this is like i mean i know it's a um necessity of shooting a shot like this uh a scene like this but it seems like the, with these guys these goons again no they don't have to worry about him having superpowers really although his kung fu is pretty amazing but just just all go just tackle them like go all at once like the thing is they're all they're even though there's 20 of them they're going one-on-one well yeah because i could think that's the way they have to attack but the i'm i don't know but i did notice that that second group was ready to go the big boss came down he was like everybody's you know back at it and they were ready but he said no i mean if i if i saw that first group take that take that ass whooping like that but (laughs) i don't need to be involved with that you know what i think he's better than us i think he's better i think he showed it (laughs) yeah that's that's funny because like the boss man is like sort of looking he's like in the balcony above them and he's kind of looking down at them and i guess he's getting angry because like it's his goons who are supposed to be beating him up but I don't yeah again like this is similar to the matrix like once like how many you see somebody who just took out 10 people in a row in like a sweat <laughs> clearly better than all of you and these guys too like these guys this is set in like china i think in like the early 1900s so they don't have the internet so they don't have the ability <laughs> to have witnessed like like it must have been so mind blowing for them to see this kind of kung fu come out of like like someone some guy doing it this kind of crazy shit like that would that would be like like people in the 1900s like going to a zoo was amazing because there was no other way to see animals right like wild animals like that so imagine the first time you see an elephant like what if imagine the first if you're like 20 and the first that that's the first time you see an elephant like how amazing that would be if you've only ever seen like cats and dogs in your day-to-day life yeah that'd be pretty cool overwhelming yeah yeah so um the other thing that i noticed that i got a big kick out of was was the translator that translator was so scared (laughs) he was not he was not he was the translator i don't remember not saying what if man was saying because he had to translate it to the big boss? Yeah, Wait, he what was, was he saying? I don't remember. They were speaking Japanese, right? So, and Ip Man speaks Chinese. So they were doing it. Right. He was like, he, well, at the end, he said, well, what's your name? He goes, I'm just a Chinese man. Tell him I'm a, just a Chinese man. I guess that like meant something, but he didn't, mm-hmm. he did not say that. He like made it. He just, he actually said his name because he knew his name. Right. And then, um, Shit, what was well oh what was the first one the first one was the funnier one dang they're gonna make me go look at it but he was he was talking and he wasn't saying what he, he was saying. he was talking trash and <laughs> he was he would say like disrespectful things yeah. back and tell, the translators tell, you tell you fucking bitch ass boss to come down here i'll put my foot and my and my fist that in his mouth at the same time Gonna get a foot and a foot and fist sushi roll all the way up. Yeah, or, or, yeah. Look. He was not saying any of that stuff. Yeah. Probably, yeah, but um, it, 
<laughs> right. Because that guy, big boss man, probably wouldn't have been happy either. Yeah. Yeah, he Look seemed out. like a jerk. He did. And uh, yeah, I mean, he was. Like, I remember parts of that movie. And I guess, yeah, was that maybe that was during World War II? Because, yeah, uh, that, so that would have been around the Japanese occupation of. Oh, that's, that's what he said. He said, come back again, come back for more rice. And he said, I, I ain't come for the rice. He wants you to come back. He just says, <laughs> I ain't come for the rice. And the translator's like, he said he'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> I come for no damn rice. Came for your ass. <laughs> this translator came for this ass whooping. He's over there sweating. He got his suit on. His hair slicked down. What's <laughs> <laughs> your name? He wants to know your name. Tell him I'm just a Chinese. Because I guess that's what yeah. they were saying to be rude to them. I don't know, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> Translator's like, I need this job, man. Come on. <laughs> like, yeah, translator's looking at him like, come on, dude, my guy. Check. Um, so let's let's move on to what is probably my my of this relatively new era, say going back the last 20 years of of great kung fu scenes in, in movies. I'd say this chain, or this franchise is, is 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 doing it the best. It's it's the raid. Do you know I've still never seen this movie? You haven't seen this? No. Oh man, the raid and the raid two have for my money the best kung fu fight scenes I, I've ever seen. They're very they there's in in the first raid there's guns involved a little bit but it's mostly um it's mostly just hand-to-hand and um knives uh okay at some point. um but this is uh this is uh an indonesian um uh series of, of films i guess um and there's a very there's a I'm looking it up right now. So they use a martial art. It's an in, a traditional Indonesian martial art called pen penchak silat. Okay, as the name of of the style of fighting. Um, and um, so here's a quick description: uh, is it it is a full body fighting form incorporating strikes, grappling, and throwing in addition to weapons. Every part of the body is used and subject to attack. Mm um yeah and you can you can see that in the movie where they're like they do like i recommend any of the listeners who haven't seen this just go on youtube and put in the raid fight scenes and enjoy your day you're welcome um but there's like all kinds of shit like it's basically like so the premise of this movie is like there's this tower that that's being run by this drug gang and this squad of cops has to go in and catch the big boss who's at the top of the building and they sort of make their way up and as they make their way up they, they encounter waves of, of goons and there's one cop who's got the kung fu actually there's a few cops who are who are good but there's one main main dude right. um and the two clips that i sent to you both involve the main not the big boss but his henchman who's i guess the best at this particular martial art so that's why he's called mad dog so he's so called he's... mad dog yeah and he's like sort of like the boss man's attack dog basically okay and so it's interesting because the actor who plays mad dog um actually plays a few different characters but b- 
because I guess there's only so many what in the, are, movie? In, the yeah, movie? in the movie who are trained in this martial art mm-hmm. that are really good like there's probably only <laughs> so many people in the world who are a really good at this martial art and be able to do it on film even better is he wearing like costume is like a fake so mustache. yeah so in the other so in the in the last fight he has two big fight scenes where you can see you see his face clearly in the other scenes like he's like wearing like a long-haired wig and they edit it so that you don't really see his face but yeah, he plays like a couple goons just in the, early in the movie. Yeah. Oh man, that makes it even better. Yes. <laughs> this is great. No. So the first one I saw, so and this guy is super fucking badass and like probably should have won. But so I sent you, you two scenes. The first one is from midway through the movie and he actually he cor- he corners one of the cops and the cops only got a knife and Mad Dog has a gun. And Mad Dog is so, so into just beating people down that he, like, he tells the cop, he makes the cop go into this random room and he they put the knife down and then he puts the, he, he very slow, this scene is pretty cool. He slowly unloads the gun in front of the cop, puts the gun, puts it on the countertop and then, like, sort of cracks his, like, knuckles and stretches a bit. And then he's like, come on. And he just beats the shit out of yeah, it. Yeah, I did see that. I was like, ooh. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> Unexpected. Um, and then in the second scene, which is the the last, um, the last scene, the last fight scene of the movie, it's the main dude's cop and his brother. And actually, the brother had been he's been held hostage. That's another sort of separate B B storyline. Um, he's being held hostage in the place, and he goes to rescue him in the room. And then Mad Dog, he's like getting him out, and Mad Dog shows up. And Mad Dog's like, oh, good. And he's I got like, both yeah, of you. Yeah, this is what I like. And then he fights both of them. And right. he's basically winning. And, and it's only oh, until yeah. the very end when uh, they randomly break a fluorescent light tube. I think he uh, threw one of them into it, right? Yeah. Well, what happened is they, they basically a fluorescent light tube cracks in half. One of the brothers picks it up and stabs it into Mad Dog's neck. And then he was still fighting. He was still winning. Yeah, he was, he was still fighting and neck. still winning with a fucking fluorescent light tube sticking out of his neck, blood everywhere. <laughs> that so I guess uh. I guess we're noticing a theme here and and my question for the for the what what would you have done in this scene? Like first of all, if you're the cop and this this crazy psycho dude has a gun a loaded gun and he, he's like no 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 i want to fight you hand to hand and he puts the gun down i mm-hmm. mean i guess you're pretty grateful that he didn't just shoot you right but that's, um, that's pretty intimidating it is intimidating i think you would have to agree to that fight i mean you can't you're at his mercy at that point right that's right like, it's like, well, I, I guess. <laughs> He's like, let, hold on, hold on. Let, let, me, let me tie my shoes. Let me tie my shoes up tight. Just give me a sec. Okay? Would you just give me a sec? Like, yeah, getting yourself like mentally prepared to get punched in the face. Like, all right. <laughs> I think I'm ready. Because he, he got an ass beating that first fight. Yeah. Oh, mad dog. Oh man, yeah. He, uh, I would, yeah. What I, I would, I guess, I would, I would definitely stall. That would be the first thing. I would stall as much as he would let me, 
and I'd probably try to sort of angle like basically I'd probably try to run away at some point. Oh, you're trying to talk your way out of it? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean uh, okay. look, like, I mean now he's fully unloaded the gun. Like he took the clip out and he even the one in the chamber he took out. So if I just run he has two options. He could put the gun back together and try to shoot me in the back. But in the time it would take him, I feel like in the time it would take him to, to put the gun back together, I could at least get around the corner. Okay. So that, that gives me some shot. And I think he was probably wearing a bulletproof vest as well. <laughs> I don't know. Mad Dog probably just shoots you in the ass or something like some weird. But, um, but it's either that or... Or if you start running, Mad Dog starts running after you immediately, beats your ass, drags you back into the room, probably like gives you like a finger wag, like the Matumbo, like, no, don't do that. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, all right. I guess at that point you'd have to fight. Yeah. Because it'll just keep dragging you back. Yeah. So you, I, yeah, you just take that. You, I mean, you try, right? You try to defend yourself and learn, learn for the next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's one to grow on. Um, I, Which I he did, think... you know, he, he learned and then, then they won the next time. Well, that was, that wasn't the same cop though. That was a different cop. Was it? In this, yeah, in the first fight, it's a different, oh. it's, it's not the main cop. It's just, oh. it's another guy in the squad who's, I mean, he's pretty good at Kung Fu, but he did get his ass kicked. Yeah. But he didn't die. Nope. He survived. See? That's why, you know, it was worth it. Yeah. And so and so then in the final fight, though, like this is another, I guess there's a theme that, that we're coming up here, which is you see someone you're fighting do something pretty amazing, and then do you choose to continue fighting? Or do you cut, like, because my thing is, you got to, at some point, like, even, like, I was reading about Napoleon Bonaparte and, like, his strat military strategy, and, like, he, he's regarded as one of the best military commanders in human history. Um, but even he knew, you got to cut your losses at some point. It's just right. strategic. Like, don't, don't, it's not about ego. It's about surviving. Yeah, you're right. Um <clears throat> Wait. So, what was it that you saw? I, I, that final one. I mean, you're you're stuck well, there. Well, a tube, a, a tube, a fucking light tube stuck in the guy's neck, and he's still ready to throw down, <laughs> and he still can be through. He still got the coordination and the energy. Well, that's the main thing. Is I would be so worn out like ten seconds into any fight like these. <laughs> these are really acrobatic fights. They are, and they're falling down, getting up, and those two cops have been fighting the whole movie. Yeah, like at, the, at the end of the movie, he's been fighting like serious kung fu for about an hour straight. Right, he's got to be exhausted. I don't know that I've ever in my life done any level of physical exertion for an hour straight. <laughs> I don't think I've been in a pool for an hour. I don't think, like I don't. Think, I don't think I've walked for an. I mean, I, I guess I used to walk home from my office when we were up in Midtown. And that walk is about an hour from Midtown to Lower East Side. Okay, see. So there I've done go. that a few times. So I guess I have. But that's pretty different. You know, walking down Third Avenue is pretty different from, you know, fighting a bunch of goons in a 
dirty yeah, dodge, dodging punches and dodging whatnot. Bullets, dodging yeah. bullets too. Not not quite the same. Um, uh, I no, you, I, at that point, fighting? I think you, you keep going. You have to. Well, then you're like, if it's in his neck, you're like, okay, so maybe we almost won now. So you figure you just 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 wear him out because eventually, I mean, eventually he's going to die from that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, right. You could just run around and wait till he bleeds out, right? <laughs> run around in circles. Just run around the room in circles. He's chasing after you. <laughs> I mean, I guess that from a certain standpoint, that would work because any sort of physical exhaustion on his end is going to get his heart pumping faster, which means the blood will be shooting out faster, mm-hmm. losing blood faster. Eventually, he would just pass out. Right. So, I mean, you could do and that. That's, that's you, one way to tiptoe over, quietly tiptoe over his body, you know, if it happens to be blocking the door. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't, don't be too loud. Yeah. <laughs> And then, of, of course, the, I don't know. I wouldn't get anywhere near his body. I would like even if he's if he if we do this scenario where I'm running around the room and he's chasing me, and eventually okay. he wounded and passes out. And if he happens to pass out near the door, what I'm you gonna, I'm sitting in the corner and just waiting until I'm sure he's but what? dead. What? Oh, he's dead. Because I know as soon as I step over his body, the fist <laughs> is gonna come out, snatch up my leg, and probably like twist it into like. Fucking some kind of yacht, some kind of a knot that you need to tie up a knot, a yacht to to a harbor. <laughs> oh my! And now God. look at me. Now look at me. And my impatience has gotten me all hemmed up. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I don't care if that means I have to sit in that corner staring at this this guy for like three or four hours. I'm doing it. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a good segue, and we're almost done here. Like, uh, for the the last scene was from Old Boy. It's the very famous hallway fight scene. It's a single shot where the main dude, who's like in his like late forties, is like fights a, and who's not technically trained in the martial arts that well, uh, fights a, just a hallway full of about I don't know twenty twenty young goons. Uh, halfway through, gets stabbed in the back with this mm-hmm. big, big ass knife. Goes to the ground, then stands up, and then just <clears throat> proceeds to beat, just beat their ass of all these guys. And there's one part I think I, I mentioned at two minutes and thirty five in, where there's this like really chubby guy who's like, <laughs> "This is this would have been me," because this guy has a. You see, this guy has a knife in his back. And he's still just punching the shit out of you, you and your boys. So there's one point at which there's this chubby guy who's about to like, he's like squared up, about to run at dude. Then he takes a quick look around. All of his boys are on the ground groaning in pain. Mm-hmm. And, the, and then he, he sort of like affects like a little like knee injury. So he like he starts grabbing at his knee and he's like, oh, oh. And then, <laughs> and then the old boy dude runs up on him anyway and just like punches the shit out of him. Yeah, like this was like it was such a brutal fight. Um, there was no no grace at all in this fight. Oh, like, no, this is a messy one. This is a messy ass fight. I mean, for me, if I'm those goons, at what point do I just stay down? Like, all right, man, like you got this. You're clearly fueled by like an unbelievable amount of rage right now, and <laughs> yeah. 
I'm not going to be able to overcome you. Um, you, you. It, I, I'm scared because you have a hammer, hammering people. Um, there's a knife in your back. Like, all I've got is some random stuff. They had like knives. They had like, yeah, two think, by fours. Like, think, yeah, <laughs> like one of them had a baseball bat, maybe. Yeah. Just like you know what? I'm going to stay down this time. You punch me in the face. You hit me with that hammer. I'm good on this. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's where I think that's where Chubby Boy went went wrong. Because if you're gonna fake an injury, you you don't want to be like the only guy standing up. Like you got to be in the mix. You want to be in the crowd <laughs> and then fake an injury. You get go to the ground and just chill. Yeah, that's what you. Yeah, you just go and you just sort of writhe around and moan. Oh, oh, and oh, nobody's oh, nobody's right. Nobody's oh. gonna bother you. Nobody's gonna say anything. Yeah, because they're these goons are just doing it for a check. That's the thing. Like old boy is like he's fueled by like a like a righteous like fiery passion. Like you don't if you're doing it for a check and you're going up against someone who doesn't care at all about money. Like you that you that yeah, that's what you gotta. Yeah, that's a good life lesson. Like don't you don't want to. You gotta watch out for people who have nothing to lose. Who a have nothing to lose or b um are motivated by something that's ephemeral i guess yes that that is a good life lesson see look at that this is <laughs> what we learned from from watching all these fight scenes because it's true same thing for Ip man see he didn't even care about that rice and those guys were like you know what he doesn't care about the rice He'll yeah do anything exactly he like, he, here he's, for this rice. he's all about respect for like his people like right like you will respect me and my my people like that fuck fuck your rice fuck you i'm going to kill like someone says i'm going to kill you and just looking you straight in the eye like that's that's the guy you gotta watch out for <laughs> and like even with mad dog like he his thing was like i just love like beating the fucking shit out of people like that's like, <laughs> like i truly love that like i would do this for free <laughs> Oh, right. He loves it so much. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna put my gun down and let's just fight. I'm, I could have shot you, but yeah. you know. Well, and that's the thing too, like because they're initially in the hallway, where pre presumably, like that he directs them into the room, because like presumably, if he's in the hallway and like his buddies show up, they could be like, oh, why didn't you? Why haven't you just killed this cop? Like, come on. And he's like, yeah. no, no, no. I want, I want to get this fight. I want to get he's this like, fight. Nah. Right. <laughs> I need my workout for today. Is, yeah, I got to get my workout in. Um, got to get my 10,000 steps <laughs> for the day. And that's why he, yeah, he directs him into the room and goes to work. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. So, that, I, Lesson learned. I'm like, find that chubby boy so hilarious because like, he, <laughs> he looks like he got caught up in the thing and then he wasn't paying attention. Then he looked around and then he realizes the gravity of his shit and he looks back at old <laughs> boy's eyes backtracking <laughs> he should have just fell down <laughs> oh man yeah oh that was a good that was good but yeah that i mean how yeah for the have that been me moment here that that would have been me that would have been i don't know if that like faking the injury and going down like, because he still didn't get out too bad. He just got punched in the face a couple times, and then the old boy left him alone. <laughs> right. He did. Oh, yeah, that fight. Mm. See, those those goons didn't even look like they were paid well either. Like, 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. They were kind of they weren't dressed up like they didn't have like nice suits or anything. Like they didn't. They didn't have proper weapons, nice suits. They were just like that's right. Whatever. Yeah, they, like I think I saw one of them with like a butter knife. <laughs> yeah. One of them had like they had taken their shoe off and was holding that like a weapon. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh. Definitely some minimum wage goons. <laughs> minimum wage goons. Yes. Or like, I like that. Or maybe they're just working entirely on commission and they're not charismatic enough to. I I don't know. Oh damn, that's terrible. What if? They, yeah. What if? You know, like, what if they had to split the pay? If they, you know, <laughs> for, for all of them for like taking out old boy, like for taking yeah. him out, they had to split it like twenty ways for one. Like, they all come from <laughs> Lord. They all come around with like five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like you go through all this trouble trying to beat up this old man, and all you get is like five dollars. Like, how many old men do you have to beat up to like make a living? Good lord! Oh man, yeah. I I bet you a lot of them are reevaluating their lives after that fight. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna go back to uh, I'm gonna go back to school. This this good. I'm gonna get my my diploma and something. Right. This, this is the bullshit. <laughs> and the thing is, have you seen Old Boy? But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, like, the I won't won't spoil it too much, but the the big boss guy is really rich. He is, and so he could definitely be affording to to pay them. <laughs> I mean, if you want them to be, there's the thing. It's like uh, you get you get what you pay for. You're right. You do. He could be treating them a little better. At least get it to the point where they don't have to, like, literally take off their belt to use as a weapon. (laughs) Their pants fall down. And now look. Now they just look foolish. (laughs) (laughs) So we can can wrap up, but let me... uh, let me just tell you about this Game of Thrones spoiler I heard. Oh, okay, go. So, so listeners, this—if you want to, we this—I will say for this spoiler, like we've we've talked before about potential spoilers. The source on this is pretty good, so this is your warning. This is the last segment. So, in any case, um, so there's uh there's a game of th- like when the season was on it, I started listening to podcasts that basically just talk about Game of Thrones and do reviews. And one of them is really good. It's called Storm Storm of Spoilers. Oh. And yeah. Um great title. So so they were so during the season they would actually talk about the um the Reddit thread stuff that, that you and I were talking about. Okay. Um and so they but the thing is they're still like that there's there's Reddit stuff about this upcoming season and there's people who take set photos and stuff and like or keep track of like when certain actors are in certain cities because like you know if if Kit Harrington is is the guy who plays Jon Snow if he's you know in the same city where they shoot all the Winterfell scenes or where they shoot all the King's Landing scenes like you can sort of make some assumptions on the plot right mm-hmm true so in this new episode of storm so, so what they do with storm spoilers now just sort of generally talks about entertainment but they all they do still have a segment at the end where they talk about like set photo reports and people writing stuff in and stuff so anyway 
there was apparently a recent set photo that was taken by a drone um, that shows Jon Snow bending the knee to Cersei. Hmm. And uh, in King's Landing. And wow. so, so the theory here, there's twofold theory. A, it could be that HBO is so attuned to people, paparazzi, trying to take these types of photos that they actually stage scenes that are not meant to be just to miss just to mislead paparazzi okay i could see that so it could be that but if you take it as a genuine scene that has pretty big implications because based on where the season left season seven left off you know john has bent the knee to daenerys so why would he need to be bending the knee to cersei presumably to get her help because my, my theory i guess would be that you know we saw the the white walkers coming through the wall i'm sure they eventually get to winterfell that's that would sort of be the first big city and to that they encounter maybe they win maybe they destroy winterfell so john and his crew has to has to go all the way to king's landing he's like he probably goes to cersei like cersei what's up you said that you would help me and she's like, oh, oh, you believe me? And now I got this big gold army. Fuck you. Or like, bend, yeah, fine, I'll help you, but you got to bend the knee to me. You got to swear loyalty to me. Uh, huh. So that's, that's if okay. it's a genuine scene. Like, I, if I it's mean, a genuine scene, right? I can't be. imagine any other scenario where he would do that. Unless he's trying to trick her or something, but I don't know. He's, he's all about that honor. He is very honorable, man. Like, there's no, yeah, there's no way he would go to her unless it was out of desperation, right? So yeah, they got to be in a bad place. Yeah. So that's all. Make make of that, you will. When's that coming out next year? Right? Yeah, I probably I think around. People think like April of next year. Dang, a whole year. Yeah. It's usually coming back around this time, right? Yeah. No, no. Um. All right. Well, we can wrap up. Uh, any closing thoughts? Um. No, but everyone should try the the Cajun Cajun Sparkle. Cajun try Sparkle. It. Just ask for it. Ask for it by name. Just ask for it. It's there. It's there. I got it. It's those aren't wet naps. <laughs> they got bins. Bins full of it. The bill full. God, I should have just asked for the whole bin. <laughs> no. Imagine, and then my whole fucking body probably would have been all red and crazy. <laughs> Just from it, it being around. Yeah, yeah you want to be careful there. All right, this was podcast 44. We out. Yeah, yeah.